This podcast is brought to you by Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce. A great sauce starts with the best ingredients. Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce is that great sauce. Inspired by our founder's original recipe, Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce is made with delicious ingredients, including vine-ripened tomatoes, chopped onions, garlic, and olive oil, simmered together for the authentic taste you and your family will want to come back to. For recipes, sauces, and mealtime inspiration, visit ragu.com. It's one of those days where I've seen something so horrible, so frustrating, so outrageous that my blood is boiling. I don't know if you've seen this video from Henderson, North Carolina, from a middle school there, where an officer brutally assaults an 11-year-old child. Thankfully, a camera in the school caught it, but the officer has not been fired, has not been arrested. Today is really an Action Steps episode. I'm going to break down exactly what happened, the bigger picture of the problem of flooding our schools with police officers, and then let's start making some phone calls and sending some emails. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The Breakdown. If you have not already gone to my social media, or if you haven't seen this video, go now, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. It'll probably be easiest to find on Instagram. Go to my Instagram account, at Sean King, or if you're not on IG, you can go to Twitter or Facebook. You'll find it. I need you to see this video. Right, it's a horrible video of an 11-year-old child being repeatedly lifted up like a rag doll and thrown violently to the ground. The child's body goes limp. The officer picks up the child again and throws him again right onto the ground. The child wasn't fighting. The child wasn't fighting back. The child didn't have a, a weapon. The, the child never was even defiant to the officer. This officer needs to be fired by the end of the day today. He should be arrested immediately for the felony assault of a child. What he did not only violates school policy, department policy, it violates the law. I want to play a short news clip for you. Please, when you can, go to any of my social media profiles to see the video and this news clip. I want to play the audio for you because there are some things that are said there that I need to push back on. Let me play the clip. Tonight, this disturbing surveillance video of a school resource officer body slamming a middle school student in North Carolina is at the center of an investigation. Real horrible. It's terrible. Here you see the deputy throw the child to the ground, pick him up, and do it again before dragging the boy down the hallway. First saw the video, we was done, we were shocked. I don't expect my deputy, any deputy law enforcement in North Carolina to carry out their duties in that way. The sheriff says the deputy still hasn't explained what prompted the violence and is now on paid leave while state authorities investigate. The Vance School District telling ABC News, we are deeply concerned by the actions that took place. School and district officials are working closely and in full cooperation with the local authorities. And this is just a stunning kind of incident. Um, I don't see any justification uh, at this point 
for uh, that officer's behavior. A few minutes ago, I spoke to several people there in Vance County, North Carolina. That's where Henderson, North Carolina is, if that rings a bell for any of you. Uh, I grew up going in and around North Carolina. Uh, It's not too far at all from Atlanta, where we live for most of our adult lives. But one of the voices you heard there was the voice of Sheriff Curtis Brame. And a lot of people I spoke to there in Vance County and Henderson actually think well of of Sheriff Brame. And I want to kind of give a half of, I want to commend him halfway, if you will, for at least coming out and saying that what he saw was problematic. But in the video, you may have heard that they said they're still investigating what prompted the violence. And I have to interject right there because if you've seen the video and I hope by now you've gone to my social and I've seen the video, nothing. That's the answer. There is nothing ever, period, dot com, bold print, highlighted. There's nothing that would ever warrant such violence. There was nothing that prompted it. There was nothing that caused it. There's nothing that justifies it. What this sheriff did was completely unwarranted. I don't care what the circumstance was, but having watched the video, the most that could have happened was the child said something, and I don't care what the child said. I don't care if the child talked about the man's mother, wife, brother, father. I don't care if the child cursed God. What you did right there was wrong, completely wrong. And it warrants a necessary discussion here that I have been fighting back against for my entire life as an an activist and organizer. Police officers still have to obey the law. Do you hear me? Police officers still have to obey the law. What happened here? What happened in this video is illegal. What happened there is the felony assault of a child, period. What happened in that video is not just allowed because you're an officer. If you're a police officer and you walk up to a stranger and spit in their face, you broke the law. If you're a police officer and you walk up to a stranger and slap them or punch them, kill them, like you are not allowed to be randomly violent. If you're a police officer and you walk into a Walmart and you steal something, it's still theft. Just because you're a police officer, you don't get uh, a pass. Now, what we see in society is they damn sure are giving passes left and right, up and down, all over for police officers. What this officer did is walk up to a child who was calm and still, and lifts this 11-year-old boy up off the ground, throws him face first down onto the hard concrete. The child's body goes limp. The officer picks up the child again, slams him again onto the ground, and then drags him through the school. You broke the law. So I don't want to hear anything about just firing this off. This officer should be fired immediately. Should be fired, hear me, by
by the end of this day. Don't tell me you're investigating it. Investigating what? The officer needs to be arrested for the felony assault of a child, which takes me to our action steps for today. Action, 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 steps. Take action, 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 steps. You've no doubt heard me say this many times, but our schools all over the country in the name of protecting us from mass shootings and other things, our elementary, middle schools, high schools have been flooded with police officers who have no idea what they're doing, who are basically allowed to roam the school and serve as some form of armed disciplinarians. Listen, if they're going to stand outside of the school and protect the school from a mass shooting, stand in the front or stand at the exits and protect us from some type of mass shootings. If that's how you want to do it, if that's how you're going to play it, okay. But what happens is when we allow these officers in the schools, they are then asked or told by the principals and assistant principals and teachers to go here, do this, do that, go get this student, go get that student. And this is what happens. And listen, until... We have clearer policies on the role of police officers in our schools. They don't need to be there. You want to park your ass outside in your car? You want to sit at the front door and monitor things just to be there? If you want to sit in the office, the front office, just sit there quietly reserved in case an emergency happens? Okay. But I blame not only, first and foremost, obviously, blame this officer. This officer is responsible for his actions. But I blame that school for dispatching officers like that, for requesting them to basically do the things you don't feel like doing. I blame school districts for setting up these systems that are over and over and over again going to ultimately cause violence to black and brown children in a way that they will never cause white children. I have a test. I told my my friend and brother Lee Merritt this. I don't think I've ever shared this publicly, and I I might do a whole episode on it. I have a, a test I call the Taylor Swift test, where I just ask myself when I watch a situation of police brutality, I ask myself, would an officer do this to Taylor Swift? I, I don't mean theoretically Taylor Swift. I mean the Taylor Swift. Would an officer do this to Taylor Swift? And the answer almost always comes back no. Why? Yes, because she's white. Yes, because she's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman. Yes, because she's rich. Yes, because she's famous. Yes, because she's privileged. All of these things that would protect Taylor Swift don't change the law, don't change the policy. Would this officer have done that to Taylor Swift? Hell no. I ask myself that, It sounds comical, but I ask myself that every time I see a police shooting or I see a police officer being violent, had he pulled over Taylor Swift, would he have done that? And why are the things that protect her, why do they exist in a way that determine the behaviors of police officers? Why does race, class, privilege, and all of that, why does that protect her in a way that didn't protect this 11-year-old boy. You wouldn't have done that to Taylor Swift. 
in this situation, I have to ask myself, would he have done that to a grown-ass man? Nope. And so when we ask what caused this, the police officer caused this. That's what caused it. So listen, let's take some action today. There's several action steps that I want you to take. I need you to take. and I'm going to give you the information now, okay? First, I need you to email Sheriff Brame. Here's his email address, cbrame, B-R-A-M-E, cbrame at Vance, that's V-A-N-C-E, county.org, cbrame at vancecounty.org. Email Sheriff Brame and let him know that this officer needs to be fired and arrested immediately. No, they're gonna, you're going to call and they're going to tell you, oh, we can't. Yes, you can. I've already checked. I already asked legal counsel. already asked others. They can fire him immediately. They can arrest him right now. He needs to be arrested for felony assault. Sheriff Brame himself can do the arrest. So I don't want to hear that that can't happen. After you email Sheriff Brame, call his office. 252-738-2200. Email Sheriff Brame at cbrameadvancecounty.org and call the Vance County Sheriff's Office at 252-738-2200. Now listen, you know how I roll. You all have taken 100 action steps with me across this year. I want you to do this in your own words. Let them know that you saw the horrible video of a middle school child, an 11-year-old boy, being brutally assaulted and that you want Sheriff Brame and you want the sheriff's office to fire this officer immediately and arrest this officer for the felony assault of a child. It's against the law. Say it in your own words. Repeat my words if you need to, but there's nothing more powerful than just having an informed conversation. I'll tell you what I always tell you. Don't be rude. Be, be frustrated, but express your frustration with the most respect that you can muster in this moment. I understand the anger. I'm angry. I understand it. What I need you to understand is that rudeness works against us. Rudeness will cause them to shut down and stop taking the calls. Be respectful. Be firm but persistent. Let them know that you already know they can fire him. You've already been told. You've already been told. They can arrest him right now. That's what a sheriff does. Don't tell me you can't do it. Yes, you can. If you can arrest anybody today, you can also arrest him. There's no law or policy that prohibits you from arresting an officer when they do something that's against the law. Arrest this man. This was a crime. Didn't just violate your policy. It violates the law. Let me give you one person to call as well. The Henderson mayor's office actually helps oversee this department. And I need you to email the mayor. The mayor's name is Eddie Ellington. He's actually only has a few days left in his term as mayor. And maybe he'll have the guts with these final three days he has left as mayor, Mayor Eddie Ellington. He'll have the guts to make a firm decision here. Call Mayor Eddie Ellington at 252-430-5708. Listen, when you call that number, that's the City Hall of Henderson, North Carolina. Ask to speak to someone in the mayor's office. Ask to speak to somebody in the city council's office. Ask to speak to a real person and explain to them what you just saw. Listen, don't take no for an answer. When, when you make these calls, you need to be able to let them know that what you've seen is so frustrating 
that you need them to intervene immediately, all right? You can also ask to speak to any of the, the city council's office. They have a great city council. I respect their city council. They need to have an emergency meeting this afternoon and, and intervene in this case because what I know is the longer they go without firing this officer, without arresting this officer for felony assault, the worse it's going to get. All right? Make the calls. Send the emails. Let's go. Break it This podcast is brought to you by Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce. A great sauce starts with the best ingredients. Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce is that great sauce. Inspired by our founder's original recipe, Ragu Old World Style Traditional Sauce is made with delicious ingredients, including vine-ripened tomatoes, chopped onions, garlic, and olive oil. Simmered together for the authentic taste you and your family will want to come back to. For recipes, sauces, and mealtime inspiration, visit ragu.com.